All right, we're back. Not to be confused with keyword clapper, which is what they were handed out at the BTS yeah. show. So oh, at the BTS show. Um, okay, so Rocco just had the story in the dirt alert that the band, okay, fans of BTS were gifted a, like this loophole to show their love for BTS because there are very harsh COVID restrictions at these concerts. So cheering loudly, yelling, chanting, standing up uh, is strictly prohibited. That is according to government guidelines. So they handed out clappers to everybody and they lit up. And so it's super fun because they have these like on-screen graphics that are choreographed for when they should be used. And BTS even showed little hearts above song lyrics as an indicator as to when to clap. And here's what it sounded like. Ready? Yeah. So they're just doing it to the beat, you know? It does look weird, though, because everybody's, like, just sitting. It looks like North Korea. Like, they're just... The fact that you're not allowed to stand. Listen, my friends. Mm. We all want good things and want everybody to be healthy and all that. I just... That's an example of one of those rules where you're like, why? Why the sitting? Is something magically happening with COVID transmission when we're seated? Uh, I think maybe they think it leads to shouting. Oh, it's you slippery know? slope, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it looks really cool, though. There's there's lots of videos out there, and it's like all lit up, and it's cute. It's cute, Steve. All right. I don't know. I was. I look at it, and this looks like a a sad version of a concert. I'd be like, why don't we take one more, one more lap around the old sun, or however years happen, and let's do it the right way later. All right, Rocco. Donna, what if I said, hey, you're going to go to a Bon Jovi concert, <laughs> and you have to sit. It's going to be at the VFW or whatever. You have to sit there, the and then they'll just give you little symbols. And every now and again, like you're one of the mechanical monkeys. (laughs) And then every now and again, they're like, symbol time. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Rocco, you're a concert defender. Yes. What do you make of this? Of the clappers? Of the clappers and the whole thing. It seems distracting. And I don't know. I wouldn't go to a show. Actually, it does remind me of a time I went to a show at the Medina Ballroom to see Loverboy. And me me and my buddy, you know, in the 90s, we were in our 20s or something. We were excited. Yeah, let's go see Loverboy. We'll put headbands on and whatever. And we got there and there was all these people sitting at picnic tables. We'll put headbands on. Like bandanas, you know? Yeah. All these people were like sitting at picnic tables. Yeah, that's how the Medina is. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to stand because we're here to party. And everybody's like, get out of our way. We've been here since 6 p.m. We're at our picnic tables. And I'm like, dude, it's Loverboy at the Medina. Let's party. And they're like, meh, meh. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, we'll just wait till the show starts. Then we'll go up front and start dancing. Sure enough, everybody's like, nope, you can't be here. This is, this is for seated people only. I wonder, this opens an interesting conversation into what is your ideal concert scenario? Are you sitting or are you standing? Because if you're standing, you're standing for the long haul. If yeah, it's a standing crowd. I go back and forth. Right. There's yeah, times I, I'm not going to be like people in front of me like, sit down. I, but if know, someone's standing right but... in front of you, 
then you just need to stand. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like when you're on the plane and you recline and you just, re- you know, the person in front of you reclines. So you recline. Yeah. Remember, we're all in this together except the guy in the back row. What happens is <laughs> can't recline. at some of these concerts, or at least back in the 90s, there are tables and you buy a ticket to get in, but then you sit with other people that you don't know oh, at these tables. Misery. misery, my worst nightmare. Yeah. I've I've been to the Medina a lot and I've saw a show once called what was it called? Oh, no. The Thunder from Down Under. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. I did a dance with them once. Really? Did you? Yeah, on, oh. on live TV, and they asked me, like, hey, do, you can do this dance with us. You want to do this thing? I agreed to it while I was housing Pad Thai at Mystic Lake. It was oh. TCL was doing a live show at Mystic Lake, and we had, I think it was, like, close to 2,000 people there, like we did for Project Down and Dirty. It's just yes. a big crowd. It's great. And I said yes, and it involved me ripping off a white, tight-fitting tank top. And I had just... MSG and carb loaded my body. Nice. I mean, I was like, is there any more water that I could retain? Mm, that's great. And I ripped that that sun gun off. Crowd went nuts, Donna. I've seen it. Okay. <laughs> they didn't go nuts. But boy, those guys from Thunder from Down Under appear to have a pretty tight um, diet. Yeah. And a pretty good workout routine. Probably. Man. All right, Rocco's chatting on the phone with somebody, but he watched some pirate show. I did actually. We got we do have a caller that okay. uh, has gotten shunned at uh, Billy Joel concerts for standing. Oh, okay. Let's not uh, bring on the call. What's I their didn't name? get her name, but right. say hello, Guten Tag. Hi, caller, Guten Tag. You're on the Don and Steve experience. I, Who's this? I my name is Lindsay. All right, Lindsay, tell us about your concert experience gone sideways because you were a stander. So twice now. Oh, no. Um, actually, the same song. My husband and I have gotten uh, shunned at a concert for standing during a Billy Joel concert. During and the same song times, this happens? Yeah. So we love the song, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. Oh, great song. And we dance to it all the time. And um, we're younger folks than the typical Billy Joel uh, fan. And um, we get online right away to buy tickets and so both times we had not front row seats but first row of the lower level okay and both times we got yelled at by people sitting behind us for dancing to scenes from an italian restaurant you know that they could easily look at the jumbotron mm-hmm. if somebody's standing yeah that's and, and are you guys slow dancing together is that a slow song the uh-huh. beginning is slow but then it kicks, kicks in, up so Wow. So Sit guys, down, Lindsay. Hey, <laughs> you lovers. Yeah. Hey, Billy, get yeah. her out of here, man. Yeah, we hate love. Take control, Billy. <laughs> Elton would never let this happen, Billy. <laughs> Billy. So, so funny that I get in the car to drive to lunch and you guys are talking about this. And I was like, there's no way. How is that? How is that possible that this happened twice? Two different concerts. That That's is so funny. bizarre. Wow. Well, 11, we, 11. it's make 11, 11, make a wish. Um, listen, we wish you nothing but good tidings. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for the call. That'd be a bummer because it starts slow. So you're probably doing slow dancing with your lover. Yes. And, you know. It's like, oh, God, guys, get a grip.
I think Calm concerts down. should be a free for all. If you want to slow dance, slow dance. I agree. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Rocco, we will get to what you watched. All right. But right now, uh, we want to get we want to get this number up. We want to get it to a hundred thousand dollars. Let's not backtrack on it. That's what we want to get it to. We are we're raising money for our neighbors in Ukraine. Alight is doing a wonderful job, and this is so cool. Right before the show, we were four people shy of saying that 1,000 individual My Talkers had donated. Uh, and now we are at 1,085 of you who have. It's incredible. So and the money goes to a light. They are boots on the ground. They're in Poland. They are there when uh, Ukrainian refugee families cross the border and they help them meet tangible needs. It's lovely work that they do. We would love it if you would contribute. Go to MyTalk1071.com. It's right there on the main page. Keyword Ukraine. Two clicks away from doing good. There you go. While you guys are doing that, uh, Rocco is going to get ready to tell us about this pirate show he watched that I never heard of. You ever heard of it? Never heard of it. We'll hear about it when we return. Yes. Donna, Steve. Bye. Hey, Steve, drop and give me 50. Okay. Well, really? Yeah, I'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness. Well, then you should join the Y. They offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability. Join the Y by March 17th and get $17 enrollment with no dues till May. 29, 30. Join at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster is here. Producing. He brought his donuts. Yes. I don't want to take any credit for the content of this. (laughs) I don't blame you. (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, at 11.30, we will do Slow Jams, which is where Rocco finds something dumb that Donna or me happened to be talking about earlier in the week, convinced it was good content in the moment. Okay, the present moment can be a little bit blinding. Here's a, um, here's a... Ready? Here's the clue. Bob! Oh. Bob! Yes! That will be fun. Do we have two slow jams today? Uh, a couple, yeah, a couple. We have wow. a couple slow jams. I think jams. one's about, uh... Bob! The Bill. other might be about, uh... Pavarotti. <laughs> Did we ever speed up that boring story oh, no. that Steve told? Oh, that's still good. I am. Um, I saved it to my computer yesterday, and I just couldn't bring myself to even listen to it again. Guys, Steve told the most boring story. Although somebody called in and said it was the greatest, and now they want to golf or something. What and, yeah, there was someone who emailed and said, "Oh Her my husband. gosh, my husband never will listen to the show with me." I told him that Steve vulnerably shared a part of his past when I was a caddy. And now you may have just earned yourself a listener. We we siphoned that listener like gas tank from uh, <laughs> gasolina. Gasolina. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, we got that guy. Right, He's our fine. guy now. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much bye for now. Uh, <laughs> no, Donna, you can't just keep saying oh, bye in the middle okay. of the segment. We're right, on Rocco. until noon. All right, I forgot. Rocco, you watched a pirate sure, show. You're right. Um, yeah, there's a show on HBO called Our Flag Means Death. And uh, when my friend was over watching somebody somewhere the other day, he's like, oh, yeah, that's the that's from like people, the people behind like Flight of the Concords or something. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll check it out. Because, I, you know, you always need a half-hour show in your back pocket, right? You need, a, sure. you need a long show and then you need like a short comedy, right? 
Yes. Yeah. And I need one. So I watched it. it. It was directed by, I always butcher his name. I think it's Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. I think you're right. Yeah. He's done a million things that I love. Um, and the main guy, it's basically, he's kind of a fancy pants, um, like a lord that decides he wants to be a pirate, even though he hates violence and blood and is not very, you know, tough. So he's out on a ship with a bunch of like uh, ne'er-do-wells underneath him. And uh, it's kind of fun. I'll play a little clip. These are some of the uh, ne'er-do-wells deciding whether or not they want to mutiny their uh, fancy pants captain. Let's do it. What about you, Oluwange, in or out? Well, I don't really have a problem with the captain. He reads the stories at night. That's one nice thing about him. If we kill him, we'll never know what happens to that wooden doll. He wants to become a real boy. None of us can read. Lucius reads. But can he do the voices? Captain does the voices. That's hard. Talk like a wooden boy. Do the uh, the boy voice. Do the voice. Talk like a wooden boy. Do the wooden boy voice. Do the wooden boy voice. Oh, I'm a little wooden boy and my legs are sticks. Anyways, it's pretty funny. Yeah, the guy who played Hodor from Game of Thrones is in it. And looking down the line, I think like Leslie Jones is going to be in it. I think Fred Armisen. It's I'm going to give it a shot. What was that word you said? Ne'er do well. Ne'er do well. Ne'er do well. It's a person who is lazy and irresponsible. Like how often do they do well? Never. It's kind of like a never do well. She I was see. now. You tripled down on it. Do they say ne'er do well a lot? Because in your description, you dropped it a triple. Did on I? Us. I don't know. I was trying to think about what I would call you know pirate underlings. You know, they're, they're a bunch of savages. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't do that great on my SATs, guys. I didn't either. Do we all want to go around the horn and say what our SAT scores were oh, in like total s- vulnerability? Sure, like six ten combined. No, <laughs> it was really no, bad. No, it was out of sixteen hundred, Donna. I know. I was like in the 1100. It was bad. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Something. I got 1090. My dad, I didn't do any prep for it. My dad bet my brother, Josh, who's real, by the way. <laughs> he bet him, I think it was $50 that I would get over... I believe in Josh. I don't believe that Scooty's real. Scooty's real. I get Scooty on the line right now. Don't test Scooty. Okay. Donna's met Scooty. As soon as you start talking about your brothers, that Pittsburgh accent comes in. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Hey, somebody get Scooty on the line. Hey, Scott, (laughs) tell him that you're real.
You know, DJ Rock Lobster, I want to tell you about, he don't even think you're real no more. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about a grown man being called Scooty. Can he I is. give a quick de- uh, quick history <laughs> as to why I call him that? Sure. Do you remember? We talked about this before. Uh, my dad had called him Scooter before. Do you remember the Andy Milanakis show? Yeah. It's my show, I'm Andy Milanakis. Not your show, I'm Andy Milanakis. He, it was on MTV in the around 2000, and there was a sketch that they did. It was some sketch comedy, and there was a sketch about these things that were called, um, they were like cooties, okay, like, ooh, cooties. But then they were like, but now they're edible. And it was like skin boils that they turned into something called chooties. Oh and then they would, the jingle was always, chooties. And then I started calling Scott, Scooter, Scooty. So I call him Scooty because of the Andy Milanakis show sketch about edible cooties or skin lesions called Chooties. I am glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) My sisters call me Cougamugga. What? Really? Yes, they do. This is my sister doesn't even call me by my first name. She's like Cougamugga. Hey, Cougamugga. She'll call me Cug. Cougs. Where'd that come from? I don't know. Yeah, you do. Rocco, do you have a real name, or is your no. nick your real name your nickname? I don't think I have a real name. I mean, they I mean a nickname. Uh, they called me Chocks in high school because it was like Rocco, Chaco, and then just Chaco, and then just Chocks. And I told you that in eighth grade in Mister Federline's class, there was a questionnaire that each student got on the first day, and they wanted to get to know you better about ten questions, and one said any nicknames. He wanted to be familiar with you. Yeah. And I thought, well, this is quite the opportunity. So you made one up? Big Daddy. And he ah! called me it until I graduated. No lie. Why did you Big Daddy? It's so fun. <laughs> oh, what grade? I was in eighth grade. That's funny. And then it rode out the rest of high school. That's great. I really wanted a nickname as a kid. I thought I was fast. I came up with Stevie. Fast Daddy. St- no, Stevie okay. Steamroller. The slowest piece of machinery. <laughs> oh, God. What a dummy. Speaking of, we're going to do a slow jam next. If you need a laugh, if it's been a tough week for you and you just need to sort of laugh at someone else's expense but knowing our feelings won't be hurt, we encourage you to stick around. Slow jam is coming up next on My Talk. Okie dokie. We're back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. We're talk is fun, right, Steve? You know, Donna, you're so right. It's worth saying again, it's a true privilege and a blessing to work with you. I came into this industry just some little paper boy from the streets, and they put me next to a bona fide CMA award-winning legend, ladies and germs. <clears throat> is that true? It's, of course it's true. You only know if you ask her. She'll tell you all about it. The pleasure is all yours. And it's just really cool. And then they put Rocco with us because all the other producers either quit or got canned. And so it's just cool. <laughs> yeah. it's just I special... have a James Beard Award. How is that? What? Because I worked on a radio show with Suze Ellickson and they won an award, so I got it. Oh, my god! Wait a second. That's so amazing. I'm working with a CMA Award winner, a Country uh-huh. Music Award winner, and a, a James Beard Award winner? It's true. I have a James Beard Award. And all I did was like this. I ran the board and screened the calls. And that was about it. Oh, I guess this is a good time for me to drop quickly that I won. The, I don't think the title is this, but it's essentially a Webby. It was about 10 years ago, and I won a, uh, a some sort of an award for red carpet coverage that I did at the Ocean's 13 premiere, where I just yelled, no one stopped to talk to me. 
And I just kept yelling at people like, George, George, <laughs> like looking in a mirror and then boom, got to that. No one talked to me. Do you feel like you earned your CMA award, Donna? Because Steve and I feel kind of sheepish yeah, about yeah, our Yeah, no, awards. I do. I do. Good I feel job. like we worked hard. Thank you. Good job, Donna. I'm going to take off. I'm going to play a little bit of this to set the, the mood for our one of our slow jams. Because Pavarotti, yeah, I was in the basement the other night watching a Pavarotti documentary. In the one basement, in the watching a Pavarotti document <laughs> one in the morning. Donna, he's not really married. I know. <laughs> I'm picking up on that. Go ahead. Okay. So, anyways, yeah, I I, I slowed down a couple different conversations this week. Mm-hmm. You want to hear one? We would like to hear one. Okay. Here we go. Slow jam. Don't you think maybe you should slow things down a little bit? Down a little bit. Oh yeah. Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow jam. Hey, guess what? I was watching a documentary on Pavarotti last night. Ever heard of him? His mom's name Adele. Mm. There must be some sort of synergy there. <laughs> you think you're so highbrow. Okay. <laughs> so she's slipping in and out of her Anna Delvey impression today. Why you're really so bossy. <laughs> you want to know, uh, I don't want to sabotage your segment too much here, Steve. It's but, not um, great. Last night. When I was watching my Pavarotti documentary, I thought to myself, Let's make a I saw Pavarotti live once and I made a list. Let's make a Of like. Of like legends that I've seen in the flesh. Oh, give me a couple others. Like Sinatra. What? Prince Pavarotti. Michael Jackson. You know, so I, I made a list. I saw Tony Bennett. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's up there. Peter, Paul, and Mary. I saw Tony Danza. Oh, I the best. <laughs> that was another Donna and Steve. Slow <laughs> What Donna meant was just parking his car right. in Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, By the way, that reminds me, when Rocco goes on his legendary figures that he's interacted with, remember when he came on and did a total fake news story about the Dalai Lama having nose hair that went draped past his top lip like a curtain. Yeah, we're like, what? What? And then oh he showed us pictures. And he said, and hey, I got a picture of there. it. And then we look at the picture. The Dalai Lama could not have been more buttoned up. Yeah, I do not know what that is about. Because I remember that clearly. Yeah, you were describing it like Gandalf and Dumbledore's beards coming out of each nostril. Yeah, down to touching his lip. It was like yes. a nose hair mustache. And then I zoomed in on the picture. No nose hair. No. I, that is mystical. Maybe man. that's like the mysticism of the Dalai Lama. It's oh. like he can make things disappear in photos. My other takeaway from meeting the Dalai Lama, very soft hands. Oh, that's nice. So, he lotions. 
Michael Jackson had very thick hands. I remember them like being meaty. meaty paws. Yeah, he was kind of tall, right? I don't know if I'd say he's tall. I feel like he was about six foot. But remember, the only reason a performer, everybody in Hollywood's like five two. It's true. Yeah, I went to dinner last night with two guys. They're each like six four, six five. I felt like. uh, How do you know these guys? (laughs) Why don't you get your finger out of my face first and foremost? Okay, sorry. Take a step back. Okay. Are they neighbors? They're not neighbors. Are they from church? One of them is from church. Oh, they're both from church, technically. We all go to the same church. But one of them we met through church when we were running, like, a hosting a small group. And then the other one we've known for, for years. Okay. He's a doctor, whatever. The other guy's a history teacher. Sue me, I'm cultured. <laughs> we have another slow jam. Oh, we'll great. find out what else Rocco oh, slowed no. down. Can we get a hint for this one, Rocco? Yeah. Bob! Oh, that's right. <laughs> okay, here it goes. Don't you think maybe you should slow things down a little bit? Down a little bit? Oh, yeah. Time once again for a Donna and Steve slow jam. Whenever we do Bob Dylan news, we oh, should, no. uh... No. Bob! <laughs> Bob! 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 Let's listen back to this one more time. Say out loud, your work will never hang in a museum. Bob! (laughs) Well, maybe it will, but probably not this is money. Because why? This is an ice cream. It must hang in some museum, right? I mean, I'm sure it does. The Bob Ross Museum. Okay, I'm gonna look it up now. What did Bob Ross do that pissed (laughs) off Donahue (laughs) before he did that? One more time. Say out loud, your work will never hang in a museum. Bob! (laughs) Well, maybe it will, but probably not this this morning. This morning! By the way! Let us go back to the 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 most ruthless savage thing about that <laughs> is that Phil Donahue said to a guest on his show, he said, say out loud. That's like something that heated siblings say, or that you say. Say it, say it, or I'm going to spit on you. Say it, say it wrongly. Say it out loud. I mean, that was a real savage play. That's funny. Oh, he best. That was another Donna and Steve. Slow Jam. We do good for the community. (laughs) (laughs) We're talk matters. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so funny. All right. Thanks, Rocco, for your 
support. Thank you, Rock Love. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Bob. Guys, speaking of doing good for the community, look at all the my talkers for Ukraine. How are we doing, man? $94,880 is our current total. Awesome. So many people donated or have been so generous. 100 donations have come in during this show. That's amazing. That is amazing. We've got like $200 donations, $500 donations, $25 donations, $50, $100. Everything matters. Any amount that, you know, be part of this community helping, you know, people who are just, you know, seeking safety right Right. now. Um, I just want to read. Um, Joseph, who gave in memory of his loving husband, Paul Pfeiffer. Thank you so much. And Mel and Patricia and Roberta and Sue. I mean, the, the, it just goes on and on. Stephanie, Susan, Jean. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Bob! <laughs> now, uh, can I go to the mailbag briefly? Bob. Okay. Yeah. Mail time. In case you think that we puff ourselves up a little bit too much, we'll read some of these emails as well. This is from Mary. What do you want, the moon, Mary? I'll throw a lasso around it. (laughs) Today's show, subject. Okay, I have to say that you guys have talked about too many gross things today. Still love you, but good thing I'm not trying to have lunch. Have we talked about gross things? I know, I I saw that email talking about anything gross. Is she listening to a different show? Hmm. Oh, well, I feel like maybe yesterday we we talked about the family jewels and sitting on them, sitting on balls. (laughs) Then we talked about, I don't know, anything bad. I did a trivia segment about funerals. Yeah, I think um, should we send Mary something gross now, like in the in the email response? I just said, sorry, Mary. Oh, I all right. back. Sorry, Mary. I'm looking at the grid. I don't see anything gross. Maybe yesterday. Well, it usually happens accidentally. Yeah, that's all right. true. I'll just write all back right. and say Donna is sorry. <laughs> okay. Donna is disgusting. Yeah, man. Oh, no. You can always email the show, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Um, we do read uh, most all of them. We do, for sure. And Donna, you're so good at responding to people. I like to talk to people. I'm a people person, is what I am. Somebody, Steve, not so much. Somebody did uh, want to know about Christie's uh, baked teak. Oh, Possibly yeah. Possibly offensive baked teak. Yeah, and where to find that, right? Yeah. Yes. She, she lost two times on the trivia this week and won today. So we'll give her that shout out. And now she Never wants speak to. Never speak of her again. Um, of course. She does want to bring in a Steve Patterson cookie. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, chocolate chip cookie. Um, possibly offensive baked teak. Is the uh, name of it on Instagram, if you want to go and follow her there. Baked Teak is spelled B-A-K-E-T-I-Q-U-E. Listen, my stomach's feeling a little left to center because I had my gut milk and two jalapeno cheddar Slim Jims. Oh, and we got to do something because it's like egg salad in the calf today. What? That's what they're serving for lunch? Yeah, it's not good. We got to go. No, they're not Malcolm serving egg salad. The thing. I'll get Nobody's going to be like, hey, guys, today's special is egg salad. It really is. No. I'm going to the email right now. We're going to figure it out. When we return, my friends, uh, you know what? We're going to end with a couple more 
laughs. There was a funny little bit about gas prices. Everybody's talking about gas prices. Funny comedian out there who sort of called out these stories about gas prices. That, when we return, it's Don and Steve on My Talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. You can follow us on social. She is at Valentine Donna. Yeah. Yeah, lots of great content. Uh, She does her Instagram updates quarterly. Rocco's... As in every four years. (laughs) (laughs) If it's a presidential election year, she'll get one quick post. What's your Grammy? Rocco Bonello, my name. I'm going to have to change all that now that I've become a celebrity. You should change it to DJ Rock Lobster. I think I should. Yeah, why change it today? Are you still at KSTP, Steve? No. Oh. I am now... Oh, I've been tagging you. uh, The (laughs) the, (laughs) the Steve Patterson. On everything? Uh, No, Twitter. Twitter, I'm still KSTP Steve. I need to change that. What about the Steve Patterson that was in the Bob Saget movie? Bob! He's the Steve Patterson, according to the Humane Society of Nevada. Well, and then there's a guy on NBC Nightly News. He's named Steve Patterson. There's, again, a pretty accomplished Toronto-based comedian named Steve Patterson. So they, they, I'm sure, don't like that I went out and took the Steve Patterson. Probably not, but they could buy it from you for $1 million. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Guys, look at this. $95,630. That is how much that my talkers have raised for Ukraine. Awesome. So awesome. Fabulous. I mean, 1,104 people have donated. And, you know, that number caught my eye before we went on the air. Like, we had just started. We go look at the donation page, and it said 996 people have donated. And in the world of radio fundraisers, getting that many individual people, mm-hmm. you know, of like a percentage of your listeners to say, we will help, is really something. So we thought, well, wouldn't it be cool if we could get to 1,000? And we got there. In the blink of an eye, once we asked, and now it's up over 1,100 of you yes. that have donated, and obviously it's a a big need, and we all feel part of our heart with the people of Ukraine. It's just imagine whatever street you live on, imagine being forced out of that street, having to leave everything behind as war comes to your town. That's what these Ukrainian families are dealing with, and Alight, a wonderful organization, they are there on the border of Poland. They're in Poland as people uh, exit Ukraine, and they're making sure that they get the supplies that they need right there. Mm-hmm. Other uh, Ukrainians who are still staying in their homeland, they're trying to make sure that they can get basic necessities into them as well. Point of it all, they're doing really, really meaningful work. And so you're two clicks away from helping uh, a cause today that is just deeply meaningful for people who are in a really desperate situation. MyTalk1071.com. It's right there on the main page. You can also use the keyword Ukraine. Yeah, and you could share the link. If you would be so kind on your socials yeah, to I get the word that. out, that's um, great. And so uh, that's another, you can go to my Instagram, T, uh, the Steve Patterson, and it's right up there in my story. The link will take you right to where you can donate. Perfect. All right. In the meantime, uh, let's uh, talk about some fun stuff. We uh, came across like just something funny. There, there's always some stand up comedy bits and stuff like that. And we usually don't go to them. But this morning, there's a funny one by comedian John Christ who has a big social media following, does a lot of his comedy on Instagram. He's a stand-up as well. But he was sort of poking fun at the local news approach to gas prices. Ever heard of them? (laughs) 
Gas prices are going up again, and you know what that means. A hastily made story about it on your local 5 o'clock news. We'll start with the still shot of the gas station sign. Then someone opened up the gas tank and put the thing in. Next, we're <laughs> going to do a shot of the price ticker as they fill up with gas. We'll probably just interview someone at the gas station and ask them very leading questions. I can't afford to go to the grocery store anymore. I can't afford food anymore. We'll show some more shots of the person we just interviewed showing them looking frustrated. I mean, at this point, I'm honestly thinking about maybe, you know, taking out a second mortgage on my house or selling one of my kidneys. <laughs> okay. Now, you had made a really pretty good point to well, me. He went on to describe something. I will say there's a, there's a group of people who are feeling the pinch right now, I think, and those are delivery drivers. Sure. I saw a write-up about that this morning because yes. many of them don't get reimbursed for mileage. Oh, sure. And so that's something where companies should really be stepping up to help them in some way. I, think, I feel like that would be a good yeah. thing. But he went on to uh, sort of have a little bit of a serious moment, and he was just talking about our propensity for fear around any kind of a story and gas prices, cyclical as these stories may be, is one of them, but he was saying, you know, in reality, they make it, it's leading the news, and you're frightened about it, and gas prices are on the rise again, and they are. That's mathematical. It's objective. The point that he was trying to make was, look, the average gas tank is 12 to 15 gallons, mm-hmm. and if you if it goes up a buck, if it's gone up a buck, which it has on average, that's an extra 12 to $15. How often do you fill up your car? Is it once a week? Maybe it's more like once every two weeks, week and a half. For some people don't drive as much, once every three weeks. He was saying that our, often how we share stories is rooted in this fear and, oh, no, look at this. Oh, no, look at that. Where it's like if you step back and breathe, it's not pleasant. And, you know, money is money and every dollar counts. But it's a little... Over the top? It can be a little dire, a little stress-inducing. Well, it's like that with everything, with weather, you know? Right. Oh, we're going to get two inches. Yeah. You know, it's... it's, I I don't know. I just got an email that I think clears up what was the gross thing that somebody was talking about. Yeah, it was the skin thing, Edible skin tags. (laughs) Boils. Boils. Skin boils. Boy, you talk about Chudy's one time. (laughs) Labeled for life. Steve was just telling us how his brother got his nickname. We call him Scooty. Yeah, multiple emails coming in. Edible skin tags. Is that what you guys are thinking of? Okay, jeez. Sorry. Damn. Sorry. Well, that was fun. We did a whole week of shows. We did, DJ Rock Lobster, and you were here for all of them. I really was. Thank and then that's going to change next week because I'm going on spring break. And we are we talking about the other thing or no? Yeah, you could say it. Donna might have jury duty. Ah! Oh, could Good you imagine? Me. Imagine you're on trial and she's a juror. I'm like, ding, dang, tiggle, no. no, I will take it very seriously. It's my civic duty. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll be in or not on Monday, but... Um, I'll be here. I'll be in touch. Steve yeah. will be here. Okay, have a great weekend, everyone. Love you, Lord. Bye. Bye.